Welcome to the Wolf and Goddess podcast. I'm Wolf. And I'm Goddess. Episode 2, we're going to talk about COVID. Ooh, okay, interesting. <laughs> I thought that would be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a change from episode 1, talking uh, yeah. about allies. And I want... The reason why I want us to talk about COVID was if I look back to the beginning of this year mm -hmm. to now, so much has changed. Yes. And so many yes, of our has. attitudes and so many of our thoughts have changed. And I just wanted something for the record. I wanted to kind of revisit that whole thing for Fair the record. Enough. Fair enough. So... I don't know if you remember the early days of COVID, but apparently... We went to Chiang Mai. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, actually, I, I just did a little bit of research, because of course. <laughs> um, and the WHO first learned about the virus on December the 31st. They didn't know what it was. Okay. But they knew shit was happening okay. in yeah. Wuhan. And it was first reported on social media by the WHO as pneumonia on January the 5th. I think I remember that. Because yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, I've got this terrible pneumonia. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And peop some people were saying even then that there have been cases like as if October or, you know, that people felt that they'd been ill in October. But I, maybe that came yeah. later. That's no, no, part no. Of I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Conspiracy theory <coughs> things. But um, they had the first suspected case in Thailand. With, after China. Okay, sorry. I'm just going to pick up my dog. We have puppy issues. We have puppy issues. And... We need to stop letting them in here. Because <laughs> drives me crazy. Okay, so we had the first suspected case in Thailand on January the 8th. The interesting thing was, apart from the collection of cases in Wuhan, mm -hmm. we, Thailand was the first place to get... Really? I didn't know yeah. that. Because we have so many Chinese tourists, you know? It's mm -hmm. one of the most popular destinations, I think. Okay. And because of SARS... I think Thailand, the you know, we criticise things in Thailand very often, but they do start checking at the airport pretty quickly. They, you know, they they've been bitten before. Yeah. Um, so I think they started taking temperatures, possibly only Chinese people or things like that. Planes no, arriving no, no, from no, China. No, 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 no. I would say, um, where did we go? I remember flying into Chiang Mai. And this would been would have been like a year years ago when we were living in Chiang mm. Mai, and there was a temperature recorder, video temperature video camera. Yeah. There at the airport when we were coming home. Yeah, it's pretty common. As soon as there's anything H one N, they've had bird flu. Yeah. They've had the H one N. Is that the same thing? I forget all um, the different codes now. Yeah, but I anyway, forget, yeah. they've they've had all of the things. We didn't have any cases of MERS, I don't think, but we definitely had SARS here. So they were pretty quick, mm. and they found there was a woman apparently, and I've just 
know this because I've just looked it up online. There was a woman um, came from China and she presented at the airport with a fever, runny nose and everything. And they took her for testing and they weren't sure because China hadn't released um, the the gene. You know, the, uh-huh. they didn't know, they, oh, there's a weird thing, but they didn't know if it, what it was because China hadn't released... Right. what COVID-19 looked like yet. So it was okay. still a coronavirus. They knew that she had pneumonia and it was probably a coronavirus. Okay. Um, and then the first um, confirmed local transmission. So somebody who was Thai and hadn't been abroad and caught the coronavirus was a taxi driver uh, I remember that and it was on the 31st of January and we were in Chiang Mai then yes we were because yeah. that was the start of the the hockey tournament exactly so mm-hmm. I, I I wanted to kind of look back on that can you remember how aware or not aware of coronavirus we were in Chiang Mai um, we were aware that something was going on mm-hmm. Um, they were saying it was some type of super flu or super pneumonia. Um, don't shake hands. Don't, you know, you know, no, um, don't stand too close to people. You should be wearing a mask. Uh, we wore masks on the plane, didn't we? No, we didn't wear them on the plane. Hmm. Because I don't think I would have worn a mask for that long if I didn't have to. And I don't remember wearing a mask on the plane. I would have remembered that because I remember wearing a mask, stepping off of the uh, Sung Tao in Chiang Mai. We got onto the Sung No, did we get a taxi? No, we got a Sung Tao, the first game. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember going to the first game and we got out of the Sung Tao. And our first game was early in the morning. It was before the mall opened up. And standing outside the mall wearing a mask. And I'm just thinking, I hate this. Yeah, we had masks at the hotel. They got a box of masks and a bottle of hand sanitizer. So I remember that. I remember like grabbing a few masks. And then we had to walk through the mall with a mask on, going to the first game. Uh, And I remember seeing some people that I know, some of the referees um, and some of the organizers, going to shake their hand and they were like oh yeah actually i can even yeah and it was like dude this is not that bad come on now so okay so we'll fist bump no can't fist bump you know because that's touching hands it's like a handshake so we would elbow bump yeah and i I elbow bumped with a a few of the guys and it was like this is ridiculous this is getting my personal yeah thoughts. at the time at the time was like this is ridiculous this is getting so out of hand um and i remember second night we were in a song town heading yeah. back to the hotel and um there was us and there were two asian families um one was a young couple with a child and one. the other was an older couple. Yes. And uh, we dropped off the couple with a child. Um, I wasn't wearing a mask because... You'd just finished playing hockey. And just finished, I was sweating like a pig. <laughs> I think and I'm not a fan of wearing... I'll wear the mask if I know I'm going to be 
in close vicinity to people mm. and it, and I think they will feel uncomfortable being near me without wearing a mask. Yeah. So I'll wear a mask then. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like them. Nope. Um, but yeah, we're so we're in the back of this Sungtao. And for those of you that don't know what a Sungtao is, it is imagine a pickup truck with a high roof over the bed of the back of the in the bed, uh, a high roof over the bed, and two benches, mm-hmm. and you uh, you're sitting along the sides. You sit along the sides other. on these benches in the back of the pickup truck, mm-hmm. and that's a Sungtao. Yeah. You know, which, of course, brings me back to my childhood riding in the back of the pickup trucks, <laughs> you know, going anyway. down the highway at 55 miles an hour. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, there's a couple. The couple got out. Yeah. The, with the, child. The, the couple with the child got out and I'm in my own little world because I we just won a game. I'm in a little bit of a pain because of my knee. And the couple turned to us and said, they said something like, hey, you should be careful and wear your mask because you don't know where people have come from meaning the other couple yeah and (laughs) i what i understood from that was that the older couple were mainlanders and sorry the older couple were hong kong chinese yes and they were very clearly trying to distance themselves for our benefit saying oh you don't need to worry about us because we're from hong kong (laughs) yeah but you don't know where they and the other couple with the child had probably been obviously mainlanders to them they can tell we couldn't tell we we you know not that obvious the difference between somebody from hong kong and somebody from the mainland if you don't understand chinese and can't tell the accent that Mm -hmm, they're using mm -hmm. But yeah, they were just trying to say, "Hey, you don't need to worry about us." But you don't know whether they can't trust whether they've come from come from Wuhan or you know. I think at the time there was still the sense that it was only really people from Wuhan, people from Wuhan who were really a high risk. Yeah, but of course that's not true because at that time. We'd already got a local transmission, a Thai taxi yeah. driver. Mm-hmm. So there was the small chance that mm-hmm. it could be you could be infectious. But yeah, I feel like I feel like at least we would have worn masks. I I thought we wore masks to the airport, but maybe coming home we had them. I I was trying to think. We were sitting at the airport talking with all your hockey friends because we all came back on the same flight, yeah. didn't we? Or and none of us were us. wearing a mask. Well, we, and I remember sitting, we were I watching. Think we had them. We had them. Yeah. We had them. We had Absolutely them. We had them. We were aware that maybe on the plane or something. But that we might have to wear them, yeah. but we ended up not wearing them. Because I remember sitting um, in that little lounge waiting for our flight, watching uh, a hockey game. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. the, the, the league, yeah. uh, the SHL, mm-hmm. um, was televised on, on Facebook at the time. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. were watching the game, and yeah. and um, yeah, so I remember that happening, and um, I think Thailand benefited from being the first country to have a case, possibly because yeah. I think we, our government, mm-hmm. our government being Thai, Thai government, yeah. Um, did take it more seriously early on, and oh, therefore yeah. we managed to not have. I'm, I'm going to look at stats, and I've got everything written down, of course. I, yeah, I remember at my school um, that my students, even before going to 
Chiang Mai, my students like giving me a mask, saying, "Oh, you're you can wear this." Yeah, not not, like not telling mask. me I have to, but telling me, "Oh, you yeah. can wear this." And I was like, "Oh, okay, thank you." Yeah, I mean, it, it went very quickly from you know mask being mask got hard to find. I yeah. I ended up getting a box of them online, and mm-hmm. we were allowed one mask a day. Um, at my workplace mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. and I was working from home pretty quickly yeah um, but I wasn't a, I had to really fight to get they gave me 10 masks because it's like I'm not going to come in every day to get a mask and they said well if you're working at home you don't need a mask it's like well I still yeah, I'm still going I out still in the public have to leave sometimes you know so yes I, I fought to get some some masks and now it's easy to get them they're mm-hmm. plenty yeah. Um, and you know the combination of the fabric masks and whatever. Um, but yeah, so the first um, confirmed case coincided with um, us being in in Chiang Mai. There were a few other kind of little correlations with the increasing severity. So we went to Chiang Mai. Then there was the SHL playoffs, and that's another time we we got dotty at the time as well. Mm-hmm. So we're mm-hmm. looking at February to the end of February and the beginning of March. I think I remember wearing masks in the taxi going to the rink. Yeah, we did. And we sat wearing masks at the rink for a little while. You did. I didn't. (laughs) You're such a rebel. I still think they're kind (sighs) of... You know, it's political. This is uh, in America. That I, I can't remember who we were watching. Some other podcaster. Um, and they pointed out that basically... Oh, no, this was in the, the UK. This was in the UK, yeah. But I think it's politically in America favorite, as well. One of my favorite television people in the UK. was. This is where I heard about it because you had me watch it. And, or listen, I was listening to it. Hmm. And they were, he was talking about how Yeah, basically, if you... Neil Oliver, wasn't it? The, yes, I think the so, Scots yeah. uh, presenter who does the history stuff. One of my favorite subjects, although I know <laughs> jack shit about history. <laughs> um, and he was saying that basically if you are, if, if you wear a mask and you're pro-mask wearing, you're seen as a Remainer. And if you don't wear a mask, you're seen as a Brexiteer. You know, you're, so it's divided politically. And I think in America... It is a little bit similar that maybe people who object to enforced mask wearing are more likely to be Republican, and those that yeah, get because, angry uh, because about Trump was like, yeah, <laughs> don't need to wear a mask. I don't wear a mask. <laughs> and that why he changed. He said, oh, maybe you could wear one. You know, if you're in a crowded space. But anyway, um, and the people who are like angry if you don't wear a mask are the mm. more kind of left-leaning democrats so it, it divides along party lines so yeah well i mean it, it, i remember hearing stories this is recently like during just after our lockdown had finished mm-hmm. i remember hearing about in america uh this lady was refused entrance into a some type of shop. I don't remember if it was a Walmart or a Seven Eleven or something like that, a convenience store. She was refused entrance. And her boyfriend came and, like, knocked out the person that refused her entrance. Mm. Like, just flat out 
dropped the 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 lady hit the mm. woman it was a woman who so refu- she wasn't wearing a mask and she that's why she was refused entrance yeah, yeah, the, yeah his girlfriend was not wearing refused to put on a mask mm-hmm. and her boyfriend came and knocked out the woman who refused her service mm. yeah i think there's been a few different cases on yeah. various you know but mostly where people don't want to wear masks um and are being made to and seeing it as an infringement of their rights but anyway yeah we've got the the playoffs february time yeah you um found out that you you wouldn't be working the same contract as before and you had your on the february the 26th you have had your interview at your new place (laughs) and you hurt your knee yes i had my demo lesson and uh finding out later um that i had actually torn the meniscus in my knee Mm. Mm. which is relevant because your surgery was on the 26th of march of march and bangkok shut down on the 23rd i know i was afraid because they were talking curfew Uh they'd already shut down so it meant that we you could only travel if you had to they were disencouraging you for willy-nilly for leisure travel yeah they were just discouraging it wasn't you weren't not allowed to travel they were discouraging it It was they were were certainly like domestic travel oh you mean like flights and stuff yeah 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 yeah. they canceled all that buses you know Mm -hmm. like you you were we were in bangkok you Mm -hmm. know we were that's where we were and that's taxis where we were, were still running yeah. taxis were run but it was kind of functional mm-hmm. um and i was worried because i i was afraid that you'd because you had scheduled surgery yeah so i was worried for s- several reasons one was you were going to stay in a hospital during a pandemic which, which i wore the, my mask to the hospital which is the height of stupidity i thought no i i look back and yeah, i think yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think i'd already come around to it but i was like what he's doing what um but actually it was the beginning we knew that if you couldn't do it then if it, if things got worse yeah you know when would you be able to exactly. do your surgery so it was good to do it i realized but i also was very I there when when you were in the hospital, mm-hmm. um, your ward, your room mm-hmm. was down a corridor, yeah. and it had hand sanitizers. About every every few meters, fifty meters, or and something I like that. Went down there like you squirting. Hit <laughs> I was so like, oh my god, I'm in hospital. I'm contaminated. If but it was a closed ward. Missed, I know. I was just worried. Yeah, I, I was understand. worried. And then second reason I was worried was that I wouldn't be able to go and see because they were talking about curfew and I, your surgery was going to be late uh-huh. and I wanted to be there. Yeah. But also I wanted to get back for the animals. Puppies. Yeah. So I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to you know that they mm. announced the curfew but luckily they didn't yeah. the curfew actually started on the 3rd of april okay. so by then you were home yeah yeah because i was only they i was told it was going to be i was going to be there overnight over two nights um and ended up only being one mm. Mm. yeah so i feel it seems so weird that I f- what makes it strange for me is we had our kind of lockdown 
um, you know, kind of danger period mm -hmm. earlier. Than, and then we started, you know, they had, okay, so to, to talk through the next bit, the 3rd of April was a curfew. Mm -hmm. And then on the 10th of April, there was an alcohol ban. Yeah, oh, I remember that. <laughs> and the, it was a 10-day ban. Ridiculous. And it was really kind of focused around the Songkran period. Yeah. So the 13th, 14th, 15th of April in Thailand is the Thai New Year. They cancelled that. Yep. But they didn't really trust people not to have a bit of a That's party. why they put it. The, because people so were already like, they, oh, there's an alcohol ban, but you can still buy it in the shops and not at the restaurants. So people were buying bottles of beer and sitting outside the shops and yeah. drinking. Yeah, they, they closed the restaurants. They closed pubs and restaurants, but they didn't ban mm -hmm. alcohol. Right. So people were congregating outside 7-Elevens and, and things 7 like that. 7-Elevens and parks and yeah. stuff and like that. And they know that Thai people, you know, don't, they like to party. And yep. just because you've said there's no sun crown, it's like saying, oh we've cancelled Christmas, people will still decorate their tree. The people Absolutely. still, you know, it's, it's ingrained culturally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they actually banned alcohol. Yeah, I remember We that. stocked up, but <laughs> not... <laughs> I remember. I remember that whole, oh, I'm going to buy you this. And, I did. And and then like... They oh. just wouldn't deliver it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, just, I double stocked up and I still, we still ended up with no beer because I had assumed that people would honour purchases made. Uh, by delivering them, and yeah. they didn't. No, they because they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't. But we didn't. I didn't. You know, didn't like know I'm, I'm used to Thailand going. Yeah. Hey, there's no beer for sale on this day because it's a holiday, and we know that there are certain places we can go and buy beer. Yeah. So we we used to them being. Uh, these are the official rules, and this is the reality. And in fact, still, that is what happened. How did you solve our lack of beer? Oh, uh, I went to one of the local restaurants. Yeah. And they still saw and they, you. They, I hobbled yes. on my crutches. <laughs> Dragging his bad leg. With a backpack. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I'm lawful good. And I didn't want to risk getting illegal beers in a backpack. So Wolf had to. Yeah, well, I, I, I was out of beer and I was out of work. I, my, <laughs> I have been offered a job, but luck. nothing had been confirmed and I was kind of feeling a bit miserable and so I threw my backpack on and hobbled down the road and one the only time in uh, in our history of being in this particular condo or apartment where I took the elevator <laughs> and I went to one of the local restaurants and I'm not going to tell anybody which one it was obviously no and um, we're very grateful to them and I I Gave them the puppy dog eyes and like, can I buy some beer? And they were like, sure. What do you want? <laughs> I want Leo. Okay. Big or small? Big. How many? Uh, give me six. <laughs> and I said, okay. And they gave it to me. Yeah. I love Thailand. Yeah. But yeah, so that was the kind of that that alcohol ban which was on the 20th uh, sorry it was on the 10th to the uh -huh. 20th and then they extended it to the end of the month so oh. we were like ah even even if we managed to buy beer we, we'd be out yeah i think we'd got like a case that had managed to last through uh, part of it but it, we had ran two out. boxes yeah two boxes you ran out yeah. 
And, um, well, uh, let's be clear here. A case is 24, and I had two boxes with 12, yeah. a full case. Yeah. There's 12 bottles in each case. Mm. And the good thing is, is they're big bottles. Yeah. Not the little tiny bottles you get yeah, in the not States. American bottles. They're like several liters of beer. <laughs> <laughs> several liters. They're not that big. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, Thailand dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the dealings were excessively harsh. Yeah. Uh, they closed down all the restaurants long enough that re- businesses went bust. Yeah. You know, there were several restaurants just in our little area. I can think of maybe three or four restaurants that closed and will not open. There's the Middle Eastern restaurant mm-hmm. at the back, the one like, on yeah, the corner. Yeah, you know, yeah. there, there's plenty. At of, least. And that's just in a two soy, two street area. Yeah. Um, and I am sure that, that that's every street in Bangkok mm-hmm. has a business that closed and will not reopen yeah. thanks to COVID, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of it's a combination of the people being locked down and unable to eat in restaurants but also the borders are closed yeah. and s- are still closed so we are no longer locked down we can move freely i think we can even like fly locally oh absolutely yeah we can fly to th- there's certain i think bangkok um so thailand has had 3444 cases Okay. They have 3,281 recovered and 58 deaths, which is incredible. It's, yeah. it's compared to almost any other country. That probably didn't put those people on ventilators. <laughs> no. <laughs> they did something. They probably gave them that chloroquine or whatever. Trump's magic <laughs> cure. <laughs> Injected them with sanitizer. Because, <laughs> yes. you know, ingesting sanitizer is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thailand has an excellent health service, actually. I think, you know, the, the upcountry may be... I would agree with you, just from my personal experience, mm-hmm. but I know quite a few people that would totally disagree okay. with you. But the, my personal there's experience... There's a very... Yeah. Uh, okay, so if you have decent health insurance or can afford a good hospital, yeah. I think it has, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you go to the doctors and everything's instant. You don't... There's no waiting. There's no coming back. There's no, you know, right. it's pretty quick. Um, so I, I feel that, um, that those numbers are thanks to the fact that they did brutally lock down the country. They, the only people currently allowed to enter Thailand are returnees. Mm -hmm. So they are Thai people or Westerners with family or jobs in Thailand Mm -hmm. who kind of got caught out of the country either because of work and things like that. A lot of them by choice. A lot of them by choice, but they, if you have a job with a current work permit or something like that, I think you're allowed back now. I'm not sure. Okay. But definitely, if you have, if you're Thai, mm-hmm. um, you're allowed back, but you have to do. And diplomats. 14 days. Let's not go there right now. <laughs> you have to do 14 <laughs> days quarantine. Yeah. In a government facility, or you can pay up to 70,000 baht. It's <sighs> ridiculous. To have a. A nicer experience yeah. in a hotel that's been okay. designated as a quarantine hotel. And then you can go for, you know, have a pool or something. I'm not sure what. You still have to have daily checks. and But it's worked. Um, we have, we had 100 days 
with no local transmission. Every day there'd be like mm. two or three up to eight people yeah. with COVID, but they were people who'd returned and they yeah. were people testing positive in the quarantine facilities. And we had a hundred days with no local transmission <laughs> until a few days ago when a guy tested positive. How? Uh, how did he get it? Where did he get it from? Uh, and he was in prison. <laughs> so that's like a bit weird. <laughs> but it turns out he'd only recently gone into prison. And sadly, he ha- is a DJ. So he had done three different um, sets in three different pubs Ugh. in the time that he was probably shedding oh, virus. No. So I'm sure there are quite a few more cases but you know thailand's locked down enough to they'll be able to trace i feel right now we're not looking i don't think we're necessarily looking at a second wave there you're supposed to track on where you're going and there's lots of apps that there are not lots of apps you're supposed to scan this qr code and if everybody does that, absolutely you can. Yeah, I've trace not been it. doing it. I should probably start doing it. I've not been doing it because there isn't a case, <laughs> but now there is. Maybe I should start. So, I have some questions. Okay. I just gave you the the uh, statistics in Thailand mm-hmm. worldwide. We have twenty seven million cases. Okay. Eighteen million of them are recovered, and there's been currently just under 900,000 deaths okay approaching a million compared to the spanish flu epidemic which was 500 million cases and 50 million deaths they mm-hmm. think they don't know so have we been wrong do you think <laughs> i'm going to get in so much trouble yeah that's why i thought a bit of controversy in your opinion these are our opinions we're no, we're nobody you know we're we're teachers we don't know what we're talking about so if you're going to get mad temper your anger with the knowledge that we don't know shit so that with that disclaimer do you think we should have just i personally feel from what i have seen from what i have heard from news agents around the world not the ones that are mad about hysteria and about clickbait and promoting stupidity um and from some of the scientists that i've listened to over your shoulder i don't think we were wrong but i think we over exaggerated the reality i don't know what i think I really don't. I mean, I, 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 these numbers are stark. When you think there's almost a million deaths, just under 900,000. Okay. And that was with all the measures. Right. But look at. But the, a lot of that was like people, countries were late to lockdown. You know, even in countries like Italy, a a lot of the deaths were like where it got in nursing homes. But how many of the deaths, how many of the, and this is another thing that I've I've heard and read about, that how many of those deaths that are people who may have died from another disease. Died with COVID rather than died of Because they had COVID, Mm -hmm. it was automatically attributed to being a COVID death. But let's not I mean, COVID, the weird thing about COVID is the 
that what we don't understand the damage it's doing to people mm-hmm. you know and i i wouldn't i feel like i'm happy to wear a mask in order to prevent long-term damage should i get it it's not like a full bounce back recovery necessarily you can end up with long lung damage okay for the rest of your life but you already have lung damage (laughs) (laughs) we both do smoking yeah yeah well i don't want any more i stopped smoking if i wanted if it was like bring on the lung damage i'd carry on smoking true okay fair enough so yeah i'm i feel like I, i don't love my mask at the moment because there aren't that many cases locally so i feel like i'm wearing a mask just to teach myself good mask wearing habits in case there's a second wave if there is covid in thailand i would happily wear a mask Mm -hmm. myself to prepare to protect myself as far as possible but i wouldn't want the economy to sacrifice itself i would rather people be financially but the economy isn't sacrificing itself Okay. The government is sacrificing people and the economy. Yeah, and it's not well. Wealthy people have got that safety net. It's poor people. So but I they're th- not. They're not forcing the wealthy people to do anything. I'm just saying. Okay. I would Sorry. wear a mask. My <clears throat> opinion is, I would rather the country open up mm-hmm. so that the poor people can earn money. Yes, I and agree. I will protect my own health by my own behavior. I would agree with and that. And as Vulnerable people should stay at home, like the people who have autoimmune problems. Mm -hmm. And we should do everything we can to enable that to happen and enable them to be safe. And I'll wash my hands and sanitize myself and I'll wear a mask. But I worry about all the poor people and the people who have businesses whose businesses are dying. Mm -hmm. And I feel there's also a cost that we don't understand like what about the people who are getting sick of other things Mm -hmm. but now can't afford to go to hospital or see a doctor because they haven't earned any money for the last five months right that they are covid related deaths that could have been avoided by not locking down the economy in a sense yeah i agree so yeah i i feel that that's where i'm a bit conflicted Mm -hmm. about the lockdown okay I see that. So I'm agreeing with you, Mm -hmm. but for different reasons. Yeah. (laughs) I'm okay with that. So do you, how do you feel about, are you afraid? Are you afraid of getting it? Are you afraid of dying? No. Can you explain why? Oh, okay. Um, It has a lot to do with my belief system. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I have probably since I was about 15, 16 years old, believed that when it's my time to go, to die, there is nothing that I can do to cause or prevent it. When it's my time, there, I mean, if I say, say I was one of the the type of people that uh, was depressed mm-hmm. and decided that I should take my own life. If it wasn't my time, and we've seen, I've seen this in people, they do things to shorten their life, and for whatever reason, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay? And it just wasn't their time. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for many people. Yeah. 
And so I'm a firm believer of no matter the precautions that I take, the preventative measures that I take, when it's my time, something will take me. Yeah. Be it a car accident, a disease, um, a heart failure, something. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? So th- now that doesn't mean I live my life willy nilly. Yeah, of course. You, you wear a helmet. I wear a helmet when I'm on a motorcycle. Um, in fact, you wear a good helmet. You don't <laughs> I wear a really good <laughs> helmet. You've changed yeah. in that way. Yeah. So. But it's a l- part of that is like I also don't want to be a vegetable, also. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I have a good, I've, I've done a lot of, in that aspect, I've done a lot of research on helmets and things like that but that this is a whole nother yeah topic but um no i'm but i'm i'm not afraid of dying i i don't think I've, i haven't been afraid of dying since i was about 15 16 years old 14 15 16 yeah yeah mm-hmm. because at a very young age in my teens i lost my mother to a car accident mm-hmm wasn't her fault somebody else hit her um so she couldn't have prevented that no and i'm a firm believer in you know that's how life is Mm. you know live your life to the fullest and i i I feel like i do Mm -hmm. you know i enjoy my life i live my life to the to the best of my ability and when it's my time by whoever's decision above me then that's when my time will be up yeah so sometimes i kind of you know how i love birds yeah i look at birds how they live Mm -hmm. and think i take a little bit of courage from them good because i think they don't they live fully present and fully in the moment Mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily do anything to try and stay alive a second longer Mm -hmm. than is natural for them and that natural what is natural could be a cat or it could be old age you know or anything in between disease Um, in fact once you get if you're a bird and you start to get old and you're not so good at flying, there's likely a predator that's going to come along mm-hmm. and end it for you. You yeah. don't get to die in your nest, as it mm-hmm. were, <laughs> of old age. But I do take um, some... I, I, I like... I find comfort in the thought that we're just another animal. I don't mm-hmm. want to be special. We no, we I, are We are just another animal. Yeah, but some people don't believe that. They mm-hmm. think that, you know... But I... I I find it incredibly comforting to think that we're especially little things like sparrows mm-hmm. it's like this my life in the scale of things it feels important to me mm-hmm. and it, you, your life feels important to me because I'm your sparrow buddy mm-hmm. but in the big scheme of things it's fine we can get snuffed out and everything's fine Absolutely. still everything goes on mm-hmm. and all you've tried to build is irrelevant and mm-hmm. and I've some people find that terrifying but i find that the biggest source of strength mm-hmm. for me um especially when i'm feeling you know i sometimes have those moods that i haven't achieved x y and z mm-hmm. and then i could go oh, i'm just a little sparrow it doesn't matter i wasn't <laughs> i don't need to achieve anything i just crow have would to. be very proud of you <laughs> exactly so yeah i but i the only thing 
with the COVID epidemic mm-hmm. that I became afraid of was that I would get sick and they'd take me away and they'd put me in a bubble and I'd never see you again. That wouldn't And happen. you wouldn't be able to hold my hand in my final moments. That wouldn't happen. I, that's what happens. <laughs> it, it, does, it happens to those people that it has happened to. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not judging them. Yeah. That was their decision. Yes. Okay. Oh, you're not allowed to see your husband. You're not allowed to see your grandmother. Why? Because they have COVID. Okay. I'm sad. I'm upset. I'm not allowed to see these people. Fuck that. I'm sorry. You are not going to prevent me from seeing the person that I love. Yeah. That I have chosen to... Spend my life with whatever. This is my decision. Mm. Now, to prevent me, you're going to have to restrain me. Good luck with that. Mm. You're going to have to call the authorities. Good luck with that. Okay. I'm not sure if that's how it works. But anyway, my fear. (laughs) My fear. I'd rather. I wanted to die at home. I'll be honest. I wanted to. That's why I'd made this decision that if I got sick, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go to hospital okay i, because, I think that we remember yeah i, remember talking I just about wanted that. to weather it and mm-hmm. if i don't weather it then so be it but i'd rather do that i don't need the ventilator thing mm-hmm. i'm gonna fight well i think they've uh, found out that people yeah, shouldn't actually, be put on the ventilator because yeah, it's actually put, killing especially them. they put them on too early yeah it's an absolute last resort and basically you're dying yeah I, if I'm dying, I'd rather just die without ventilation. I'd, you know, get me an oxygen bottle, whatever. Mm-hmm, <laughs> that mm-hmm. help a little bit. And, yeah. But yeah, I, I felt that my fear was being taken away from you. Mm-hmm. That was my only fear. I can understand that. Okay, sorry, that got a bit dark. That's okay. I have another one more question. Okay. It's been a weird time. Mm-hmm. Have you? Do you feel through? Everything that's happened since that, you know, the, the f- it started in January and we looked at that timeline, the hockey tournament and things like that. I mean, one one horrible thing for us was the rink that you skate at. Mm. You, it hasn't affected us too badly because you had your knee surgery. Yeah. But had you been healthy, you would have also had to endure not only not being able to skate, but also now you'd have to go further to skate because the rink that you skated at that was convenient for us closed down and Mm -hmm. that's another one of those businesses that won't reopen so that was a negative but has there been anything positive for you in this yeah i feel that um some of the people that i thought were kind of acquaintances Mm -hmm. ended up being closer friends or better friends yeah um yeah that, i think that's the biggest thing that, you know and it it was like i i had and i could it have been because of my c- knee surgery or or whatnot people um kind of reached out more yeah um and made sure we were okay and things like that so yeah I I think that was nice, mm. the kind of sense of connection that you had 
we had with people. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the idea of having a tribe, and I'm still looking for my tribe. Maybe um. something we can talk about. And I thought I'd found it, and I'm not. I don't think I have. But I'm, I'm looking. I'm searching for so many things, um, and one of them is my tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, uh, being locked down meant that I worked at home. <coughs> Excuse me. And one of the problems of working at home was uh, that I d- became very sedentary. I was already, I'm not been the healthiest person. Um, and aw- I am aware that with COVID, um, that b- being slim or being, you know, being overweight helps, is is a negative, you know, it, it helps, helps the disease. Being slim is a positive. Um, people who are likely to get the kind of severest form it's it increases when you are overweight so yeah, I but there's there's stories i've heard about people who were quite fit who've gotten COVID oh yeah and, absolutely and they've been absolutely. like wiped out you yeah know? absolutely that's you know that always happens but on the whole weight uh counts against you if you're fighting COVID. Um, so I have started walking. So one of the things that I feel definitely is a benefit is kind of a focus on my health that I'd mm-hmm. never had the motivation to have um, okay. before. And that feels good. Good. Excellent. Okay, so that was my aim, really, <laughs> in this episode, was just to kind of cover the timeline and see how we feel about covid and where we are at the moment (laughs) okay good that was a good episode thank you thank you very much all right thank you for listening i'm wolf and i'm goddess and we'll talk